welcome to the Blue and Gold Podcast. My name is Trent Rush, uh, the voice of UC Irvine men's basketball, and I am sure excited uh, to be with you here today to have a conversation with UC Irvine heads men's basketball coach Russell Turner. Now, this is the 11th season at the helm of this UC Irvine program for Russ Turner, and oh, what have the Eaters done? They've only won five of the last seven Big West championships. He's been to six postseasons, including an NCAA tournament win back in 2019 when UC Irvine upset Kansas State uh, to advance the round of 32. That the second NCAA tournament appearance uh, for Russ Turner. He's been the Big West Coach of the Year four times, including just this past season. And uh, he's also received uh, been or at least been a finalist for the Skip Prosser Man of the Year Award. He's done that twice, the Hugh Durham Award in uh, 2019 and 2020. And BracketBusters.com has named him one of the 10 uh, best Big West coaches of the century. He's the sixth winningest coach in Big West history and the winningest coach in UC Irvine history. He's Russ Turner, and he's our guest today, and we'll get to him in a moment. But first, I do want to let you know about UC Irvine Athletics' newest partner, and that's University Credit Union. Now, they are exclusively serving universities. Founded in 1951, University Credit Union uh, was founded by UC faculty and staff on the UCLA campus, and now they are really excited to welcome the UC Irvine Anteaters to their university family, and they're going to be offering a unique UCI debit card. It's a cool design that's going to allow you to show off that Anteater spirit. Yeah, all current and new members are going to have access to that exclusive UC Irvine debit card design. University of Credit Union guarantees that their loan rates are in the lowest 1% in the nation. How are you going to beat that? You can save time and get yourself some peace of mind by knowing University of Credit Union has those lowest rates. And how about this? You can earn up to 5% APY on your university checking account from University Credit Union. Uh, They also offer a variety of products, services to just give you that financial edge. Faculty, staff, students, and alumni of UCI are all eligible to join University Credit Union. You can go visit ucu.org to get all the information there. And of course, they're federally insured by NCUA. All right, so that's University Credit Union. I really encourage you to check that out. Now, our conversation with the head coach of UC Irvine men's basketball, Russ Turner. All right, this is a special one. We got Russ Turner, the head coach of UC Irvine basketball, uh, joining us here. And this is uh, pretty neat because I feel real fortunate. The last several years, I've gotten to be the play-by-play voice of UC Irvine men's basketball. And uh, this is my fourth season now, hang with Russ. And we go back even further than that, seeing how this program has gone and uh, the way it has grown. And now perennial Big West title contenders. They've won five of the last seven and trying to win another one uh, here this season. Russ, good afternoon. How are you today? I'm doing well, Trent, and I'm happy to be with you. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. Fun to to talk about UC Irvine basketball. Always with you. And I know we've had some really fun and lively discussions uh, talking hoop. And um, I just want to let some people in a little bit on what uh, your journey is like because because Russ quite frankly I, I think you have one of the most unique basketball backgrounds getting to this point the NBA experience uh, but even what you did before that so maybe take us back uh, to, to young Russ Turner maybe finishing up school and wanting to be <laughs> a basketball coach can you take us back to the early days of your career okay yeah yeah I'm happy to and uh, those would be good memories for me um, I grew up in Roanoke, Virginia, and Atlantic Coast basketball. So college basketball was about the biggest thing there was in sports around there where I grew up. I grew up in uh, Virginia, where University of Virginia, back when Ralph Sampson was playing there, was uh, such a big deal. 
And so I grew up uh, following Ralph and those teams and even wore number 50 in high school because of Ralph and uh, was just captivated by the characters in college basketball, the possibilities in college basketball. And so um, that, I guess, is the beginning of, I guess, the roots of my career. I played for a great high school team in Roanoke, Virginia, that was a public school called Patrick Henry. Uh, we were ranked third in the nation my senior year, won a state championship, and defeated uh, the best player in the country that year, Alonzo Mourning. So I had great teammates and a great coach and a guy named Woody Deans there. I uh, went on to Hampton Sydney College, which is uh, a Division three school comparable to what Chapman is out here on the West Coast, and had a good basketball career there uh, under a great coach, a guy who had played for Dean Smith at North Carolina. So uh, Tony Shaver was my coach and uh, molded me as a young guy um, to want to help others. And I played well in that role and grew a lot and, and you know, through my experience in college basketball and then took a job teaching and coaching and uh, realized pretty quickly that coaching was more fun part of that job. And uh, ever since then, that's been my life's work. And I'm really fortunate to be doing it here at UC Irvine now. I know early in your career, got to spend a lot of time at Wake Forest as a place. And you were you were coaching there. I, I, I don't remember your exact role, maybe d- director of basketball operations. I know you had a role on the Wake Forest staff when uh, Tim Duncan was there and you were a part of all of that. What was that experience like, being at a high-level high program, being around a high-level player like Duncan in that time, and, and the kind of impact that that had on you the rest of the way? Yeah, it was a great experience. And uh and I wasn't the operations guy. I was one of the coaches. Uh, back then, it was a restricted my, my, earnings my, my bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I worked every day with Tim. In that first year, we were together. And at that time, he was um, an emerging young talent who had just finished his freshman year at Wake. And he sort of exploded on the national scene his sophomore year. But Dave Odom was the coach at Wake then. And uh, Dave Odom's a great man who gave me an opportunity in part because I coached his son, Ryan, at Hampton Sydney. And Ryan Odom now, most people know, is the coach at UMBC when they beat Virginia in the historic upset in the NSA tournament. But uh, I was a young guy when Dave hired me, um, 21 years old when I got hired. Um, so really, really young and given an incredible opportunity to work in the ACC on that staff with the great coaches who were part of that staff along with Dave. And obviously with um, an all-time great player like Tim Duncan, who was you know, on his way to becoming something incredibly special. Uh, so to have an up-close seat um, for that and to have some possible – I feel like I've, I had some good impact there. Um, and so that, that really lit a fire in me to have that kind of impact with others, not just because of Tim and the success he went on, but because of how uh, meaningful it felt to help somebody improve. Uh, so I've been incredibly fortunate, uh, starting, you know, well before I got to Wake Forest, but obviously was really, really fortunate at Wake Forest. I'm just trying to think about what most people would probably be thinking at 21 years old, and you're on an ACC staff, and you got Tim Duncan there. Obviously, you didn't maybe you know we didn't know what Tim would eventually be, but uh, obviously, great career at Wake Forest. 
And you probably, I would imagine, you're, you're thinking, hey, we're on a pretty hot seat. You're a hot, you know, quick road here to uh, get this thing going. And uh, as a young coach, and obviously with incredible aspirations that uh, you know would take you to the NBA. But I, I love that one of my favorite stories about you, Russ, is when you went to the Bay Area and uh, followed your your now wife that direction, and kind of had to restart as a coach. What what was that time in your yeah. life like? Yeah, well, that was um, that was a, an interesting experience. Yeah, Liz and I got married um, before I even got to Wake, so we were married young, um, and and I think that she was a big part of the reason why Dave hired me um, at Wake at that time. I, I think he saw me as a, a more mature, maybe than, um, or at least I, you know he thought that of of a person as young as I was, and I think he was probably as impressed by Liz as he was by me. And she went on to get both a master's degree at Wake Forest and then um, accepted into medical school where she finished number one in her class. And so in the medical world, you, you match with a place that wants you. And Liz had the opportunity. Her specialty was going to be internal medicine, and she thought that the best place in the world she could go um, get the education that she wanted to get was going to be at University of San Francisco because of the populations in San Francisco. So we uh, – Picked up and moved west, you know, and I felt a little bit like the Beverly Hillbillies uh, coming from <laughs> North Carolina out to California, and specifically to San Francisco at that time. I joked that it would have been harder to pick; it would have been really hard to pick a place more different than where I come from than San Francisco was at that time. And uh, we made it work, but it was a, a tough part of the journey for me because I had to restart my own career, and I did that without knowing what would be in California for me. And the first job I took was actually as a women's assistant coach at University of San Francisco uh, before lucking out again and then getting on with Stanford uh, not long after I'd uh, moved out here. I don't want to keep harping on, on the journey forever, but I, Russ, I, I just think that your story is so fascinating. And um, as we continue with your time prior to UC Irvine, you get on uh, with Mike Montgomery at Stanford, which ends up taking you to the NBA. When you think back to, to that time and what you were able to take, not just from Monty, but uh, from, from Don Nelson, when you were with the Warriors as well, to coaching Steph Curry when you were there, how significant of an influence did that have on what you're doing now? Oh, it's been it's been incredible the influence that each of the guys um, that I've worked for have had on me. Um, Dave, I was with Dave Odom at Wake Forest. I was with him for six years, and that's a long time in coaching to be with anybody. Uh, but I was really fortunate to have grown um, and experienced all that I did at Wake because of how different those experiences were from what I had been um, a part of earlier in my career and the other coach that I'd worked for, and then to move to California and to hook on with Mike Montgomery, I feel like I got, you know, it's like learning an all new language, um, you know, working with a coach like him, uh, the greatness that he has is comparable to the other coaches I worked at, maybe even better in a lot of ways, but he was so different in the way in his outlook and the things that he said and, um, the way that he just went about his business. And he was influenced heavily by Judd Heathcote. So, I feel like I got to be a part of another coaching tree in getting on with Mike. And that was a thrill. That, that was a great thrill because we had really good players at Stanford. Uh, the first team I was a part of had Jaron and Jason Collins, had Curtis Borchardt, had Casey Jacobson. All of those guys were first-round NBA draft picks. And we were really good that year. 
And then the last team I was on at Stanford four years later was undefeated, 30-0 and at one point in the season before we lost our final game. So we had just incredible success. And being a part of Stanford University and working with the people there was great for me. Um, and then to, to have the opportunity to go with Mike to the NBA just felt like an impossibility, uh, something that I never would have really even imagined growing up in Roanoke, Virginia, but this seemed thrilling at the time for all that I might be able to learn. And it's really been that. And so I get now to draw on all those experiences and hopefully pass some of the best things you know, that I've learned along the way onto the players here at UC Irvine. Russ, since you've taken over this UC Irvine program, just unprecedented success, particularly in the last seven years where you've won five conference championships, you've been to the NCAA tournament twice, won the game in the NCAA tournament to beat Kansas State and advance the round of 32, how significant that was for this university. But one of the things that I think about UC Irvine basketball, and I think that most people when they see your program think of this as well, is toughness and great defense and discipline and hard work, grinding out games. What would you describe as kind of your philosophy on basketball and maybe where some of that came from? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, uh, and and thanks for asking that and for phrasing it that way. I am um, impressed when I step back and, and look at, you know, the, the sustained success we've been able to develop here. And I say we because of how much credit for all that should go to my assistant coaches and other administrators here and so many people here at UC Irvine. But what I knew when I took the job was that this place was one with incredible potential. And I think the university has grown um, and continued to improve at an incredible rate, just like our basketball program has. And I know our programs benefited from the university's uh, continued improvement. But I thought that we had to have a program that fit here and we had to get players who fit here. So that meant that we needed to get um, people who wanted to be here, number one, who were um, incredibly hardworking and intelligent and driven. Um, and we needed to recruit character, both with our staff and with our players. And I thought that if we combined character and hard work um, and, and we had good outlook about what basketball could mean for this community and representing this community could become meaningful for the players we brought in here and the staff we brought in here that we could grow and do something really special. I knew that we hadn't made the NCAA tournament in this program's history. So obviously that was a goal um, that we set, you know, as soon as I got hired was to, to try to get to that point. Um, and it wasn't, um, easy to, to to envision that happening back then because it felt like we had so far to come, but we chipped away at it day by day and uh, have had success. And now I love the fact that our goal isn't any longer to make the tournament. It's to advance in the tournament. And we, as you mentioned, we, we even did that. And uh, I think that every kid who come here comes here now, you know, wants the world-class education and the opportunity uh, to work together towards advancing in the NCAA tournament and, and bringing the uh, positive attention to this place that comes with all that. So I'm excited about it, and I continue to feel like we can grow and improve. 
Let's pause just for a moment to remind our listeners that today's podcast is presented by University Credit Union. Remember, all UCU current and new members will have access to that exclusive UCI debit card that I was talking about before. Yeah, University Credit Union offers a variety of products and services to give you that financial edge. Faculty, staff, students, and alumni of UCI are all eligible to join University Credit Union. You can visit ucu.org to learn more, federally insured by NCUA. What do you feel like some of the biggest differences have been for maybe how your program's perceived, not just by fans, but I think by players and recruits now versus now that you've had the success and you've had the proven success uh, for quite some time, maybe compared to when you were first starting and building this thing, how different is it on the recruiting front to, to bring in those players today versus maybe it was seven, eight years ago? Well, it's very different because when we started, there was an understandable belief that it was, you know, some people thought it was impossible to succeed here in basketball. Um, I knew that it wasn't because under the previous coach, Pat Douglas, they had nearly made the NCAA tournament. They had won the Big West. And under Bill Mulligan, they had beaten the best teams in the country. So I drew on the experience that had been here before from my own belief in what could be possible. And then we had to find some others that we could uh, share that belief with and, and grow it into something real. I think that's what we've, we've had happen. Um, and a lot, a lot has gone on into that, including good luck, um, along with some other stuff. But now recruits do see us as a place where uh, they can expect to play for a championship. They can expect to play meaningful games uh, that matter. Uh, there's an underdog mentality to our program because we're never going to be viewed the same way as UCLA and SC are, for example. But in 2019, we did have the best team in California, I believe. Uh, and then we beat the Big 12 champs in the NCAA tournament. So uh, the belief that those things are possible is is, is hard to build. Uh, but, you know, we've got that now, and I think that that shows up in the type of people that are interested in us and the type of people that we attract. I think the confluence of how this program is viewed is fascinating because I think when you look at the Big West Conference, everybody looks at UC Irvine as being that team. And I know that you're somebody that wants to look at it at a bigger picture from the national level and even at a regional level comparing to, to Pac-12 teams and, you know, really great programs in the area. I mean, you know, best, you know, in this 2021 season, the best team in America uh, is Gonzaga here on the West Coast. And, you know, you've played St. Mary's and beat them recently and have done these kind of things, programs that have had success in the NCAA tournament. So when you look at kind of being the, the favorite all year, but then in the eyes of a lot of other people, compared, you know, next to, to UCLA and, and this season USC and kind of having a little bit of that underdog kind of chip to you, how much do you feel like you and your program kind of relishes uh, being in, in that interesting of a spot? I know I relish it. Uh, you know, I know I like being the hunted in our league, and I also like feeling like an underdog. And I think that uh, – most players that we attract understand both those feelings. Uh, a lot of guys we get, you know, are, are trying to emerge and trying to catch maybe players that they've uh, um, been compared to in their younger days. And so they have an edge about trying to, uh, you know, get ahead maybe of some others they've been chasing. Um, I like all that. I think our fans do too. I think there's a, a component of, um, of our alumni base who understands that when uh, the, the others maybe look at UC Irvine as a little bit less than some other places. That's no longer the case anymore. 
but we have an opportunity in basketball maybe to prove that and to validate that feeling for some of our alums and some in this community. That's exciting. Uh, that's something that, that feels meaningful, I believe, to, to me and to our coaches and, and to our players. Um, and we don't put limits on what's possible here for our program. Um, it's going to be hard for us to continue to improve. We know that. Uh, but Gonzaga is a great example that you mentioned. You know, 20 years ago, uh, they were in their, their in, they were in the NCAA tournament for about the first time. Um, and now they're the number one team in the country, maybe undisputably so. Um, that takes a, that's a long journey. It, it takes a lot of commitment uh, from a lot of people. Um, but I'd love to think that anything is possible here at UC Irvine. I believe a lot of our alumni think that too. I think when we got to see it happen, I think in uh, in San Jose, when you go and get the victory over Kansas State in the Big 12 champion in the NCAA tournament to get to the round of 32, I think that was a lot of dreams realized uh, for so many different people. Russ, when you kind of look at what this program can be, is there – I know you mentioned Gonzaga a moment ago. I understand the model's a lot different. But but do you feel like – or do you what, what do you see when what you see Irvine basketball can be? I know the goal a couple years ago was to get to the tournament and advance. What kind of vision do you have for what Anteater basketball can be maybe five years from now? Well, I like the goal being to make the NCAA tournament in advance because that's open-ended. Um, it's not limited, you know. Uh, there have been schools across the United States uh, who've um, changed the perception of their universities even with basketball success. If you think about, you know, George Mason or Butler or uh, Davidson, you know, you mentioned Gonzaga already, St. Mary's. Um, what we do in basketball is not more important than the other work that's being done at this university, but if we can somehow help this place continue to thrive and grow into its potential – that's exciting. Um, I think that our players just want to get better, and they want to find out where the game can take them, um, whether that can be aspirations to play professionally or aspirations to draw attention to the work that they put in uh, through advancement in the NCAA tournament. Who knows? Um, there's not really any use to focus on that, I don't think. But if we're doing positive things in our program, if we're giving people who affiliate with UC Irvine positive feelings, we're making impact. And there's not really a limit on where that can go in time if we continue to improve. And so that's what our focus is. I want to talk about your staff for a moment, Russ, because I think you have – I think that you just if anybody looked at your staff, I think they would say, well, talented guys, but also uh, there's there's a level of loyalty and trust that it seems is apparent with this group. I mean, Ryan Battertelli yep. has been with you from day one. You have two other former players on your staff and Mike Wilder and Alex Young. How would you describe your relationship with those guys and, and just the impact that, that these coaches have on UC Irvine basketball? Yeah, all three of those guys. Our guys, and I'm fortunate to uh, to know through our program, um, all of those guys, I think, will be excellent head coaches one day. And all those guys are guys that have special qualities about them as people and, uh, and, and have a real passion for helping young players. So we've got something good in, in this staff, and I feel really fortunate about that. And even the guys before them uh, that were on our staff here have, have all been able to make – um, great contributions. Guys like Blaine Taylor and Ali Tan and Nick Booker, 
um, you know, in, in coaching, it's always a team effort. And those guys on our staff now, they have to figure out how to, to, to compliment me and to add value uh, to the experience that our players have. Each of the three that we have now, and, and Ryan, Alex, and Mike do that exceptionally well. Ryan's been with me since the beginning here, um, and, and, and I didn't know Ryan when I got the job. So um, what I've been able to see from him in, in all the different ways that he's had a positive impact on me and on others around him have been remarkable. He's a, he's a great contrast to me in so many ways. Like The places where you know maybe I'm a little edgy or weak or whatever are some of his best strengths. And so we've played off of each other really well. And it's impossible to measure the the impact that he's had here in both the players that he's recruited, the guys that he's helped us develop, um, the way that he's helped us formulate um, really the foundational parts of our program in terms of um, its core values and our offensive philosophy, our defensive philosophy, everything. He's just been excellent. And, and I do hope for him that he can be a head coach um, soon. And I think he's deserving of that opportunity. And then Mike and Alex are similar because both of them played here and both of them, I think, impacted our fans with the way that they played and the character that they showed and their passion for representing this place. You know, Mike grew up in Long Beach. Alex from further away in Phoenix, Oregon, a smaller place. Um, but those two guys are a lot of, you know, they, they really represent a lot of what UC Irvine's about. And that's um, people from different places coming into a situation that requires excellence. And they both deliver. Uh, they delivered it in the classroom. They delivered it in the community. They delivered it on the court. So there couldn't be better examples for how I want the players um, in this program to grow and um, change and improve than each of those guys. And they work really, really hard. I mean, really hard um, investing back in this program the way they, they feel like I believe that the program and the, and the community and the university here invested in them. So those are good stories. Those are stories that, that I love promoting and uh, I feel fortunate to be a part of. And there's been a lot of great ones here uh, since you've been at the helm of this UC Irvine basketball program. Russ, I really appreciate you taking some time out. We're recording this uh, in the middle of the season, so I know that it's uh, it's hard to carve out uh, a few minutes to have these kind of conversations, but I really do appreciate the time today. And uh, best of luck the rest of the way, and sincerely, thank you, Russ. Hey, this has been fun, Trent. I appreciate you and uh, the folks who are listening along. Boy, just tremendous insight right there. Really appreciate to all the coaches we've had so far here on the uh, Blue and Gold Report podcast. But, uh, uh, you know, the time I get to spend with Russ Turner is special, and I really appreciated him kind of going into depth and, and telling us a lot about his story uh, here on this edition of the podcast. We want to thank today's podcast sponsor. That's University Credit Union. In addition to all the UC Irvine stuff we were talking about before, like that exclusive UCI debit card, you can earn up to 5% APY on your university checking account from University Credit Union. Yeah, University Credit Union offers a variety of products and services to give you a financial edge. You see your mind, faculty, staff, students, alumni, all eligible to join University Credit Union. You can go visit ucu.org to learn more, federally insured by NCUA. My name is Trent Rush. Thanks for listening. This has been the Blue and Gold Report here on UC Irvine Athletics Podcast.